Create Podcast with me, Katrina Julia. This is all about helping you create a life and a business you love, hands-on with tips, tools, and technology. It's about the freedom, freedom of expression, of time, of location, of community, and ultimately, financial freedom. I understand the struggle. I've been there. I've walked through and continue to walk through. Walking from fear to faith, devaluing to purity, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom. So it's been quite a journey, as you can see. I'm walking right there with you on your own journey to create a life and business you love. So you will learn all the things about wellness, about media, about lifestyle and travel. You will learn how I'm creating it and how you can create it too. So who am I? I'm Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, a creator, and a traveler. Welcome back to the show and top 10 things to do in Monte Verde, Costa Rica. Who hasn't dreamed of the pura vida, the pure life in Costa Rica, especially depending on what things look like right now for you? I know I did for years before, before I came to Costa Rica in 2016 for our transformational retreat. In 2016, I knew I would be back to Costa Rica to explore more of the beautiful country. Here I am fulfilling those prayers and desires and real-lifing it. I continue to be in awe that I am spending three months in Costa Rica in 2021 minimum. As of now, I plan on coming back here in August and September. I spent my first month at Dragonfly Hideaway in La Fortuna, Costa Rica. I just finished spending three weeks at Casa Baldi in Monteverde, Costa Rica. So I thought I would put together a list of top 10 things to do in Monteverde, Costa Rica. On my journey, many entrepreneurs helped me like my tan feet, two weeks in Costa Rica, and visit Costa Rica. I thought I would return the favor for you and others who are thinking about visiting Monteverde, Costa Rica. In putting together the top 10 things to do in Monteverde, I thought of nature, unique experiences, and favorites for my fellow foodies. Pura vida. So Costa Rica stays in Monteverde and transportation. So I arrived in Monteverde on January 27th at Casa Baldi via um, Airbnb. I set up my stay from the start until February 15th. The average tourist spends about one to three days in Monteverde. I decided when I left Atlanta at the end of 2020, I wanted a slower pace of travel for safety and sanity. I chose the Airbnb both for a solo stay um, as the immersion in nature looked perfect in every way. Casa Balbi has four separate tiny houses and efficiency type accommodations. Whether you are coming for a short or long-term stay, you will love it. If you heard that, that's a little friendly gecko that's here in my mountain house, in my mountain paradise uh, near uh, Rio Portalon. Uh, so Larry, the owner of Casa Valdi, and the Diego, and Diego, the manager, are super helpful. 
patient and kind in every way. Gretchen, who works on the property as well, has an incredible farm and night tour I recommend that I also took. You may find their website and information via Instagram, casabalbi and casabalbi.com. Um, I share on the blog on the behind the scenes a some images and shots of like my private porch in Casa Terraza. And Casa Balbi offers Casa Terraza, the forest studio, Casita by the Stream, and a studio apartment. Echo Park is part of the property as well. It's literally in the back attached, and you may go for free walks daily. I went at least four to five times, and on one of my walks, I saw five to ten monkeys alone and shared it on my Instagram at Katrina Julia Fit on a reel. For transportation, I arrived here via the Jeep boat jeep tour at the time for $26 from La Fortuna, Costa Rica. And if you happen to be coming, say, from San Jose to Monteverde, you can do the jeep boat jeep tour to La Fortuna as well. It goes both ways. I loved the views on Lake Arnal, and I shared about it more in detail on my week five recap. During my stay, I took taxis with Manuelito, recommended by Casa Balbi, to town for exploring groceries and eating, or the tour operators picked me up and dropped me off at my Airbnb. I spent a total of about $35 on taxis the entire three weeks. As a result, if you're more than happy staying home many days or exploring nearby on the property, I don't think having a rental here makes sense if you stay a week to a month at all. If you are coming to Monteverde, Costa Rica for a short stay, I recommend you check out the episode right before this and the blog right before this, One Day in Monteverde, Costa Rica Guide 2. Top 10 in Monteverde. You will find nature, wildlife, and relaxation along with foodie favorites, including cloud reserves, bird watching, hanging bridges, orchid gardens, and so much more. I'm sharing what I experienced and what logistically makes sense for what is close by, especially now that I've experienced it myself. This is something I keep in mind to always to save time and money, whether you're traveling with a car and paying for gas or with taxis or Ubers and or public transportation like I am. And putting together the top 10 in Monteverde, I considered how I would experience Monteverde knowing what I know now and to make it easier and efficient for you. Number one, Stella's Monteverde, which is also my number one on the one-day guide. I learned about Stella's about a week after my stay from Larry, the Casa Balbi owner. It is the place to go for bird watching and breakfast and animal watching. In less than an hour, I saw two motmots, two tucancillos, and a coyote, and they constantly put out fruit for the animals. The place is incredibly beautiful and super peaceful. Not to mention the breakfast is incredibly delicious and the staff super friendly and nice. They are open for lunch as well. It is right in the center of Monteverde downtown, so a perfect place to start your trip. Number two, Children's Eternal Rainforest. I shared in my one-day guide in Monteverde how the Children's Eternal Rainforest is about 10 minutes walking distance from Stella's and Casem, which is the co-op for artisans of Santa Elena and Monteverde, the rainforest is beautiful and warmer than the cloud reserves with lower elevation. And I love the story of the Swedish students, how they started raising money years ago for the rainforest. And now over 44 countries support the efforts. Proof no one is too young to make a difference. The Monteverde Cloud Forest Biological Reserve is about 30 minutes walking or about 10 minutes driving 
to the shuttle stops for the reserve. I visited the entrance with the hummingbird gardens with Larry. I highly recommend you at least visit the entrance with the hummingbirds and souvenir shop. The hummingbirds come right to the feeders all day long and it's amazing to see. I ended up deciding to visit the Santa Elena Cloud Reserve, Hanging Bridges, and Children's Eternal Rainforest for a variety of experiences due to time and expenses as well. And in my blog, I have a video and behind the scenes of the Children's Eternal Rainforest. Number three, Casem, or the Cooperativo de Artesanas de Santa Elena and Monteverde, or in English, Cooperative of Artisans of Santa Elena and Monteverde. It is right across the street from Stella's and you can walk back whether you visit Children's Eternal Rainforest or Monteverde or you're driving back. So after you visit, you'll want to stop here for souvenirs and supporting local entrepreneurs. Not to mention by now, you're hungry again. So you definitely want to stop for some typical Costa Rican casado. There's also vegetarian options available in the restaurant in the back. Grandma Spoon or Cuchara de Abuela. This place came highly recommended by my host with Casa Balbi for great reason. In the shopping center, there's also a Whole Foods. Not the same Whole Foods like in the States, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but similar in some aspects. And Cafe Monteverde with samples you may want to experience too, depending on your day and time. Number four, Monteverde Orchid Gardens. In case you didn't know yet, you may find more orchids in Monteverde than anywhere else in the world. I am a huge orchid lover for years. When I learned there was a Monteverde orchid gardens, I knew I wanted to visit. It is in the heart of Santa Elena, right next to the Orchid Cafe and before Banco Nacional. It is about 10 to 15 minutes driving from Casem. You may want to visit easily for an hour to two hours. The entrance includes a guided tour and I learned a ton during my visit. You can see some images behind the scenes of various orchids on my blog post and on my dedicated blog and show about the orchid gardens. Speaking of orchids, number five, the Orchid Cafe deserves its own shot and slot like Stella's. They are right next to the Monteverde Orchid Gardens making it a perfect spot to stop after. Whether you're stopping for coffee or for breakfast, their Wi-Fi works great most of the time, making it a great spot to go work for the day as well. I visited here twice during my stay. On my first visit, I had the breakfast crepe and coffee in a traditional Costa Rican choreador. Look at the pictures on the blog for an idea of what it is. On another visit, I came to work and enjoy the ambiance in Santa Elena. I ended up having two meals, including pancakes and fruits, and then a Costa Rican casado in a bowl, the song Yummy Yummy playing in my head. I love the outdoor seating and met some incredible people as well traveling and living in Monteverde right now. I cannot recommend Orchid Cafe enough. The food and service is amazing and super quick. Number six, Santa Elena Cloud Reserve. If you are into nature and feeling like you're living a real-life fairy tale, who isn't, you will love Santa Elena Cloud Forest Reserve. Before coming, I saw the pictures from blogs on my tan feet for the reserves and rainforests. I love the insights they shared and it helped a ton. I knew I wanted to visit Santa Elena Cloud Reserve for sure with it being the least common one. The experience is mystical and magical. I loved every single step of my visit. 
I share more on my dedicated blog on Santa Elena Cloud Forest Reserve on the blog and on the show from what to wear, locations and trails, costs, and much more. And there are some images on this top 10 um, on the blog as well. Speaking of more things than hanging around, number seven, hanging bridges in Monte Verde. Now that you've seen the forest face-to-face, a great activity to visit is to visit the hanging bridges in Monte Verde. I considered doing zip lining and bungee jumping in Monte Verde. However, the elevation here is high and it is often cold. I'm very cold natured and it was very cold the day I visited Santa Elena Cloud Reserve at ground level. In addition, I've done ocean view zip lining during our last Costa Rica retreat. Tons of high adrenaline adventure when I stayed in La Fortuna and have adventures coming up that are much more active in and near Manuel Antonio. So as a result, I decided to do a calmer and more intentional uh, reflective experience with hanging bridges while still experiencing something brand new. There are several options to choose from. I am blown away by Salvatore Park and the eight bridges I experienced up to 500 plus feet long. If you need to combine them in one day after you leave Santa Elena Cloud Forest Reserve, this is a great experience to have and is relatively close with Salvatore Park. If you don't, you'll want to, uh, you may want to experience them separate like I did. One morning I did Santa Elena Cloud Forest Reserve and I saved hanging bridges for my last experience before leaving Monteverde around sunset on a Friday. And on the blog, I have some shots and behind the scenes as well as on my featured blog on hanging bridges. Number eight, the farm visit, orchid gardens, and bird watching via Casa Baldi. On top of incredible hospitality, kindness, and cleanliness along with nature and wildlife, Casa Baldi offers a farm tour with Grethen and her daughter, Allison. It is included with an optional tip to your discretion. I ended up giving Allison what I felt in my heart aligned to all their love. The experience starts with Grethen explaining about their focus on organics and sustainability and ratings of the farm. I got to visit with the cows and baby pigs first that were literally less than a week old. It is about 10 minutes driving from Casa Baldi and I had Manuelino with the taxi service take and pick me up. And I show some behind the scenes with the farm, the baby pigs, and the cows and Allison explaining about the toilet paper plant. After the introductions and viewing the pigs and cows, we headed up into the incredible orchid garden and viewing orchids in the wild. Grethen is known in Monteverde as the mother of orchids and many people come to her asking for advice on growing orchids in the wild and at home. After the orchid experience on the farm, I went with Allison exploring the forest and wildlife like the ficus tree. Apparently, there are ficus trees all around Costa Rica, which I did not know back in 2016, that have hollowed out that people climb. Some trees are easier than others to climb. I climbed the one that I show in the behind the scenes about 20 feet up. The next part looked super challenging with a big gaping hole in between to higher levels and a um, basically like a, almost like a backwards incline where it would be really easy to fall and lose my grip. So I opted to stop the climb higher without a harness, being inexperienced, clearly, climbing ficus trees. And you can see a picture of it where it's hollowed out. And when I climbed up on the blog, it's super cool, you guys. Afterwards, Allison, her papito, or abuelito, or grandfather, and I walked the grounds bird watching with her binoculars. 
After roaming the forest for about an hour, spotting some birds, we headed to the top to watch an incredible sunset. And I also have a video and behind the scenes. After finishing my farm visit, orchid gardens, and bird watching, it was time for my night tour with Johnny. I arranged this also through Gretchen and her family. I love supporting local entrepreneurs and it is super convenient as it is in and on the same property and mid-level forest at night. I intentionally saved my night tour experience for Monteverde. It did not disappoint. Johnny, my guide, is super friendly and knowledgeable and spoke great Spanish and English. For any wildlife spotting experience, I go with an open mind as this is the animal's home and seeing any is not guaranteed. First of all, I highly recommend you do a night tour to simply experience the forest and our reserve depending on where you do it at night. It's a totally different experience with the sights and the sounds. On top of that, guides like Johnny are great at spotting things I definitely would not have. There is completely different wildlife at night versus during the day as well. We spotted two frogs, two spiders, two rats, and a kinkajou right at the end. And you can see some shots um, on my behind the scenes, and some of which were up close and personal, and some which were via a telescope like the kinkajou to get an even closer and better look. Number 10, Chaco Cafe, Restaurant, and Coffee Shop. By no way, shape, or form is this last on the list. It simply depends on how long you are in Monteverde and when you decide to go or what you decide to do. It is incredible for stopping for hot chocolate, coffee, breakfast, and our lunch. A few days after I arrived in Monteverde, I ended up going for lunch to Chaco Cafe to review my week. The coffee, hot chocolate, and chicken curry are incredible. I love the outdoor seating as well. It is right behind Monteverde and Santa Elena and closer to Santa Elena, just as a reference point. The chicken curry I had was absolutely amazing. Monteverde Costa Rica clearly has endless options for nature, adventure, and foodies. You will love being immersed here in nature in every way. So what activity would be your top out of the top 10 things to do? If you're traveling soon, you'll definitely want to check out maybe my top 10 for La Fortuna, creating content when you travel, my content like a boss series. There's so many different things that are binge worthy on the show for wellness, marketing, business, and travel. As always, you guys, if you leave a review on the show, I will shout you out. Tag me on the socials at Katrina Julia Fit at Fit Life Creation. I will reshare. And Take a peek on the blog and or fitlifecreation.com backslash retreats for our travel project and upcoming retreat in Costa Rica in August of 2021. And as always, create, transform, and inspire. You are born to. And side note, you guys, if you're at home and you're looking for ways to learn to create a life and business you love, definitely check out my fitlifecreation.com freebies like I share in the close and the Create It Summit. Thank you again so much for tuning in and chat soon. All the free chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat. And if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement.
Let's create it.